Welcome to another episode of the Good Karma Life Podcast. I am Lore Marti, Lorena Martinez, your host, and I can't wait to share more storytelling about how to bring the sacred into our life, how to bring science, spirituality, and create magic guided by the wisdom of our soul and our unique expression of the divine. So let's jump right in. So welcome to the third episode of the Good Karma Life. And if you are new to this community, to this podcast, this is our third episode ever. I am your host, Lorena Martinez. I am the creator of the Good Karma Life. You can find us online, uh, www.thegoodkarmalife.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, The Good Karma Life, and you can find your host as Lore Martin. Today, we are going to talk about something that I feel so close to my heart, and it is the Akashic Records. I have worked with the Akashic Records now for over five years, and I must say that this tool has been one of the most profound and it's been one of the tools that have helped me integrate all the other uh, spiritual uh, practices, knowledge, inklings, uh, wisdom. So Akashic Records are very close to my heart and definitely they have not only helped me integrate my spiritual practices, but also they have helped me grow and heal in such a way that I decided the first episode that I was going to do working or going deep into these tools, it was going to be the Akashic Records. So here we are. And so if you like this, just stick around. We'll talk about the Akashic Records, what they are, how to work with them and how they can help you. um, Not only if you're a practitioner, but how they can help you in your everyday life. So let's jump right in so akashic records (laughs) this is by far one of the subjects that i feel the most passionate about and i think you can probably tell by (laughs) the tone of my voice or by like i'm breathing really like it's almost like this it's not anxiety it's like this excitement it's like this excitement wants to come out right now as i'm sharing about this and um so yeah here we are so the akashic records the akashic records how they came into my life is really um very funny but also very synchronistic uh, I believe when they come into someone's life is because as the moment where your teachers, masters and loved ones are calling you to open that door of communication. So they came to me, it was um, 2017, I believe. And I was really new here in this country. And I felt, of course, very ungrounded, uprooted, and alone, (laughs) very alone. And I had all these things happening in my life, like 
I don't think they were bad things. I, I just think that as humans, our brain <laughs> is designed to keep us safe and thus keep us in a comfort zone, a sense of control and a zone where you kind of know what to expect uh, that's essential part of our brain design is it's been designed to keep us safe and so the brain interprets a big giant tiger in front of you the same as when you have a big challenge and change in front of you for the brain you are exposed to the same type of danger so Going back to how the Akashic Records came into my life, so I was in a time of a lot of transitions, not only transitioning from being in another country, coming from Colombia and uprooting everything, selling my company, um, giving up my practice, selling my home, uh, literally coming to United States with a couple of suitcases, and that was it and leaving my family, leaving my food, my friends, my customs, my culture. So that was quite the shock. And then, of course, from being single to being married, that's another big adjustment. And then from being married without children to be a mother. So it was a lot of change in a very short amount of time. So I remember <sighs> I literally like got together for weeks I saved to get this session. I really wanted like a, a session to get some guidance and I will never forget her name is Sarai. I still in contact with her and she was a practitioner at the yoga place where I used to go. So I got a session <laughs> with her and um a lot of things came up of course a lot of ancestral things obviously a lot of uh present things but there was something that came through that i have never ever heard of and that was the akashic records so she told me your ancestors are telling you that you have to connect with the akashic records you have to connect with your akashic records and i was like up oh, okay so I left the session and I remember I kind of ignored that message for a while <laughs> and then I kind of started looking for trainings online and trainings were so expensive um, there still are <laughs> but I found a practitioner that was doing trainings online and she was doing it kind of like sliding scale type of thing so I was able to afford that first training so I took that training with someone from here from the United States and it was really beautiful um, it was very enlightening and not in a human language thing it wasn't like I got all these pour down of messages like a book that I could read uh, to be honest, when I first opened my own records, because that's like the first step, you start by opening your own records and uh, working with that and playing with that, I cried the whole day. <laughs> it 
And it wasn't like I was sad. It wasn't a sad cry. I was just filled with this overwhelming sense of love. And when I talk about this, like my voice wants to break because I remember, like I remember driving around and seeing the sky and see the trees and just feeling this big sense of immense immense love almost like i could see the energetic mesh of the energetic world around us and everything was love <laughs> and there was so much love for me but for us as humankind that it was literally overwhelming to the point where i just cried my eyes out the whole day um so <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but that was beautiful, like feeling such an immense quantity and amount of love that it just would make your eyes tear. Like my body couldn't hold so much and um, the waters within <laughs> needed to flow. So that's, that was my first experience. And then um, I kept practicing with my own records and there's something that I tell everyone that takes my courses and my trainings and even people that do the sessions with me I love to empower people with the capacity to open their own records and keep working with them and so for the first six months I just use the Akashic records for myself again I was trying to integrate so much change I was trying to adapt and just kind of survive that I use them like this sacred tool to bring me to center and to always come back to that feeling of immense unconditional love, which is the love of the creator, of the mother, of source, however you connect with that power that creates everything. So that's how I use that tool. and. This was a tool that brought me, again, that sense of balance throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the months as I was adapting to all the changes and the grief that came with these changes. Because you know what? No one, not a lot of people talks about this, but when you are facing change, yes, a lot of the times you are facing change good things you know you're changing a job you are starting a relationship you're moving to a new home or another country like in my case and a lot of the times this is because you're moving towards something you want like in my case a family you know a husband a family the dream of creating that brought me to this country but it doesn't mean that you don't deserve the time and the process to grieve the parts of you that you left behind. In this case, my country, my home, my comfort, um, my profession, my income, my land. Uh, it doesn't mean that you cannot leave both things at the same time. We are humans living the most extreme experience of polarity. And it's okay to hold them both. It's okay to be happy because you are moving into our relationship or getting married or moving again to another country or changing your job or coming out of our out of a relationship because it wasn't the right for you but it doesn't mean that you cannot hold both things that you cannot hold 
the beauty of new things coming into your life, new opportunities, new dreams, new hopes, and again, hold space and time for you to grieve the parts that you are leaving behind, even if they were not good for you. So it's okay. And for me, the Akashic Records provided the sacred space for me to be able to hold both the beauty and the grief of all the change that was happening around. And then after the six months, um, I decided I wanted to keep working with the tool and I wanted to learn more. And so I got a reading. I guess I jumped on someone's Instagram from my country and he was doing a live with someone from my country that was an Akashic record reader and I was like oh my god I want to have a reading with her because you know it's from my country it will be in Espanol in Spanish so I really want a reading with her and this was the first time I ever got a reading um, an Akashic record reading for me so I was very excited so I booked a session and I jump on this Zoom call <laughs> and she would would not stop crying and I was oh my god what happened is this normal in an Akashic record reading because the first time I opened my own I was crying so I was like is this what happens <laughs> so she um she answered my question she's like oh my god this never happens I never cry on a session with a client this never never literally never happens when I'm reading for another client um, and then she explained uh, the reason why she was crying and how our Akashic path had met in another life and how we are we're meeting again uh, specifically that part was about how I was her teacher in a past life and how now she uh, we made a deal that she would come again in this life to remind me of the Akashic Records and the access to them and so it was a really beautiful reading oh my god it was ah wow everyone should have a first akashic record reading like that <laughs> and again it helped me to understand a lot of things um i had other questions you know in regard relationships and it helped me to get this sense of that higher love to interpret the things around and so that's something that I must say about the Akashic Records. They're, they're never your master's teachers and loved ones would always come with and from that higher perspective where they want to show you the literally why is that you designed that experience and what is that that experience is coming to show you and how the experience and or the person that is bringing these experience about it's part of a bigger puzzle that aligns with your soul plan so it's kind of like this higher point of view allows you to see the pieces of the puzzle and then you get filled with a sense of forgiveness compassion and understanding deep understanding of situations so that's itself very healing very healing um 
so that was the first reading and so she told me she was about to start a training and I was like oh my god I want to do a training with you so I did my second training with her and it was beautiful and that's when I decided that I wanted to do that for others so that's when the good karma life came to life got birth and my first offerings were akashic record readings in person online and akashic record trainings uh by the way there's an akashic record training coming up september 13 and 15 so if you are in san diego um you can come in person but if not you can also do it online at sojourn san diego so uh, after sharing that by the way I continue this journey by doing readings for others and that's another question that really comes up on the trainings is like how do I know that the messages I'm sharing with others are the messages from their master's teachers and loved ones uh, how do I not judge how do I not filter them through my own ego and how do I know that what I'm saying is relevant to the person and I always say like you don't have to you don't have to manage the message you don't have to filter it or reshape it or manage it you just become that channel and whatever comes up and sometimes it's sensations sometimes are images words or full-on like human translated messages or a lot of times it's also like this movie like scene and then you get to describe um so there's a little anecdote there <laughs> at the beginning i was doing a lot of readings and this was before the pandemic that was like the, the december before the pandemic and I'm not gonna say I was like full on like yes this is the message and this is so clear to me that I'm just sharing exactly what the master teachers and loved ones want me to say sometimes I would doubt myself and that's also a very human thing you know to experience but I remember having this reading where I would share the messages and then I kept seeing the image of uh, like a bread love and I was like this is so weird like why do I keep seeing this <laughs> bread <laughs> am I hungry like and I was judging the message right I was like what what is the importance of the bread why is the bread coming up is this almost like a cartoon like bubble with a bread love I'm like what is this <laughs> and I kept resisting and I would put the image on the side and then sharing other things that were coming through but the image was just keep being like highlighted <laughs> and highlighted so towards the end of the session the bread was still there in this like cartoon bubble and I was about to close the session and then they literally screamed at me bread <laughs> I was like okay so I remember telling my client, like, I don't know if this is going to make any sense to you, but I can not longer ignore this message and is the image of a love of breath. Like, please tell me if this has any importance to you. And when I finished saying bread, she's like, 
she fell from her chair and she laughed and she cried and she was like holding her head and she was like I can't believe it and then I was like oh my god what happened she's like you could have just said bread for the whole session and that would have been like the message I would have understood exactly what they were trying to say just by you saying bread and I was like oh my god so if you get interested in the Akashic Records and you start exploring them and or if you are uh, already a reader of some sort like don't don't judge the message the message is not for you the message is for the other person so that little anecdote there and now let's just go right into the subject after I share the way I got to the Akashic Records and how I use them at the beginning for myself and I still do when I'm going through a tough day or a tough week or even a, a tough season I lean very heavily into my Akashic Record sessions for myself I have a little altar here in my house uh, which is right now all light up filled with roses and that's where I sit down and open my records and so that's my little like my little ceremonial corner so I still use them a lot to go within to integrate to heal to understand and to come back to center and to see the bigger picture so what are the Akashic records the Akashic records are Let's just start by defining the word Akash. Akasha is a word in Sanskrit and it means the primordial substance of creation. So you can also think about the Akasha as the fifth element, the ether. And the best way to describe it for me particularly is you just think about the breath of your creator god goddess source the great mother think about that higher power that loves us unconditionally and that created everything and that big power and love just being in the center of the universe and thinking it wanted to expand and taking these big breath of light life force power ether and then breathing out exhaling the creation itself exhaling life force and this ethereal force that creates everything this primordial substance that creates everything and then creating the universe but there was not only this intention of creation itself but to re record being able to record all the possible experiences within the universe what is the experience of being water what is the experience of being a star what is the experience of being a male a female what is the experience of being a tree a rock a crystal an animal a planet and then bringing back that experience, that knowledge, that consciousness back to the heart of the creator. 
So the Akasha is not only that primordial substance that creates everything, but it's also this substance that is imprintable. So everything the creation experiences gets imprinted, gets recorded in its own Akasha, on its own primal substance. So if you are a human, then everything you experience from the moment of the individuation of your soul from the moment you separated not separated but from the moment you individuated from source to infinity everything that you have experienced as a soul everything that you have felt everything that you have said and done the intentions that you have had when doing or saying things, your thoughts and your words, everything gets recorded on this primordial substance of the Akasha. And so there is an ethereal place where the records of all the souls are stored and are there for safe keep and to keep growing in this uh, part of consciousness of the universe. The particular place for our area of the universe is Venus, the planet of love and harmony and beauty, but on the sixth dimension. So it's obviously not the Venus where we are in the third dimension, uh, where we cannot see life is Venus in the sixth dimension where there's beings guarding this library of the records and but they are of a very high vibrational life or light so they live in the sixth dimension so when we work with the Akashic records we are working with very high vibrational beings and information and with that being said that means that we are tapping into vibrations of unconditional love and unity and we are connecting with beings and that level of unconditional love and unity and so that brings me to the next part who are we connecting with when we open our Akashic records or the Akashic records for others. So when we are opening the records, we are connecting with the MTLOs, which are your masters, teachers, and loved ones, and the level of unconditional love, unity, and above. So masters, when we talk about masters, is all the masters known and unknown that, has, that have walked the earth, bringing precisely those teachings about unconditional love and unity so a big one for me is jesus uh, mother mary all the lineage of the rose isis the hathors um i'm trying to think there's so many <laughs> Quan Jin. so yeah that's in regards to the masters and then your teachers and loved ones, teachers 
can be also any other like widely known or unknown energies again in that level of unconditional love and, um, and above and unity so a big one in my case is for example the archangels so archangel michael raphael uriel metatron but teachers can be also elements and elementals so fairies and the divas in the water water itself so <clears throat> as humans we like to put everything uh, with a name or a specific image or a structure but a lot of the times for example when i receive messages from teachers there they just come up as a vibration or um, mainly like a color or like a feeling but not necessarily like a human shape or a structure or like a really clear name sometimes uh it just comes they just come as they are which is vibration and then lastly your loved ones are your ancestors in the level again of a conditional love and above and not only your ancestors from earth but your ancestors of the stars so that's really beautiful about your akashic records because your akashic records not only hold information about your biological ancestors but they all it also holds information about your akashic ancestors and about past lives and how a lot of the times you are your own ancestor and how you can be in this life the reincarnation of you as your great 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 grandmother so that is pretty fascinating to me and yeah those are the masters teachers and loved ones i also love to call them or i bring it into the human kind of words there are your board of a spiritual executives so when you are sitting sitting <laughs> on your on the table with them and you're designing the experience uh of your soul for this next incarnation for this next life if you believe in that or when you are designing the experience of your life your master's teachers and loved ones come to help you design that plan uh, designed experiences the relationships that would make you grow as a soul and that would help you clear karma that would help you close karmic contracts and all the things healing and ascension and evolution and so they are your board of execu executives meaning that they are not only there to help you design the life, but then when you are here, they are there to help you navigate life. And because we have the, you know, the law of free will on this planet, specifically, they are not allowed to intervene or communicate unless you ask them to. So for a lot of people what happens after opening the records or working with the records the first time or starting to work with the records what happens is that 
the synchronicities and their intuition starts getting very sharp and synchronicities start just showing up a lot and i always tell people the more you consciously work with your akashic records and the more you invite them into your life meaning your master teachers and loved ones the more you invite them into give you guidance show you signs the more you will start receiving the signs and understanding the signs of course it's a learning curve at the beginning where you're learning how they communicate or how is that your intuition comes through from those messages and how the synchronicities relate to what you're going through or what you are asking so that's who you communicate with and i also get this question a lot and i think it's really good to um, kind of make the difference the difference between like an akashic record reading or reader and a medium so an akashic record reader i would say most of the times because there are exceptions would create um, sacred space and container where there is very defined boundaries around the fact that we are communicating with vibrations and beings from the level of unconditional love unity and above so there is a vibrational difference and a very clear boundary with mediums uh, they are communicating with any energies on any plane including um, third dimension where we are uh, including sometimes the second dimension the astral realm uh, people that have passed not necessarily <laughs> with good intentions uh, they can communicate with any of these energies so that's something to keep in mind like a lot of people sometimes it's like oh okay so if i need to kind of do or understand the energies that are happening in my house like there's a lot of things happening in my house and like you could have an akashic record reading to understand what is happening in your house but not necessarily to clear your house so mediums are more expert into communicating and managing these beings from lower vibrations so that's a big one so if you're getting an akashic record reading and then they're telling you ah oh, there's an energy from um past person and this person i don't know uh is attached to you and this this is and that then that's not an akashic record reading and it's pure um definition at least not to me that is more there's either a problem with the channel or this channel has a door open for other you know portals of energy open to other dimensions so in my case i make sure that the container is very sacred and has very clear boundaries for me and for the person receiving the reading and also in the trainings i make sure that i talk about how to create sacred space and how to create those very clear energetic boundaries so you really connect with you know the higher perspective that's what we want to do like how do i move forward how do i grow from whatever is that i'm going through so 
just um, checking here my training manual making sure that I didn't leave anything outside we talk about the empty lows um, we talk about the Akashic records and we're talking about uh, sacred space and some differences about different readings and readers I think that to close this episode I I wanted just to share again how the Akashic Records can help you grow and like give you different examples so a lot of the times through the readings I get a question right like for example I feel stuck in my professional life so there's many answers that can come through and these answers could have something to do with a past life experience an Akashic memory that is coming up to the surface again to be cleared to be seen and clear once and for all because at the moment that we are in human evolution we have this beautiful opportunity that we don't have to carry karma anymore specifically like bad karma of course good karma <laughs> let's reclaim all those gifts talents and abundance from our past life from our ancestors let's reclaim all the grace from the universe that is our birthright to receive but in terms of like heavy karma or lower vibration karma we don't we have right now in this lifetime the capacity to identify it clear it and close it and not carry it anymore so a lot of times what is happening to a lot of people right now is that a lot of Akashic memories are coming back just to be clear once and for all so you can fall onto the game of repeating that karma or through the Akashic records you become aware where it's coming from what you've been reminded of and how to clear it so a lot of the times it can be okay these experience that is manifesting right now in regards to abundance has to do with a past life and the way to clear it so a lot of the times they will tell people how to work on that and that again that is a big range of different tools depending on the person so sometimes i i get the message like work on this chakra or that chakra and how to work on the chakra uh, work with this mantra or work with these um, visualizations or do this ritual there's sometimes as well where I've gotten very specific rituals for my clients <clears throat> that are for them to work through that and a lot of exercises not like um, normal exercises the traditional exercises uh, is more like sometimes very specific visualizations that are so like tailored for the person. So sometimes also uh, when you go on my webpage, you can also find there's an option for a tailor-made meditation is because they show me these beautiful meditation visualization journeys that are tailor-made for the person and they include healing parts 
activating parts, empowering parts, depending again on what the person needs. Other times they're also very specific. This is coming from their biological DNA. So meaning their biological ancestors, there's ancestral work, clearing, healing to do, and this is how. So a lot of that comes through. Uh, prayers, connection with different masters or teachers, uh, sometimes even food <laughs> and exercises like physical exercises. So it's such a big range of things that come through and they're just so unique to the person. And to me, the most important thing is always to empower my client, to empower you at the other side of these podcasts, of this microphone. And letting you know that, yeah, getting a reading, it's beautiful. Like my first reading, I was, it was wonderful. It was so amazing. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that reading, sharing this with you and sharing the sessions and the trainings and these, even this podcast with you. But what I love the most is how do I empower you? How do I tell you that if you're listening to this podcast is because your Akashic Records are <laughs> trying to connect with you. So be very sure. Do not have slightest doubt that if you're listening to this, is your Akashic Records telling you it's time. It's time to work with us. It's time to call upon your master's teachers and loved ones for support, guidance, healing, activation, reclaiming, all of the things that you deserve to create that good karma life. And so the next episode is going to be a meditation for you to kind of like an attunement on how to open your records, an attunement, a guided meditation, a guided visualization for you to go through the journey, to humbly ask for the permission and access your Akashic records. And you can use these anytime you want, every day, uh, anytime to go into your records, to search for that guidance, to synchronize with your soul, with your higher self and with the plan that you created with your soul in harmony, right? Because we created a plan, but I do believe there is different path to get there. And the idea is that through the records, we start really connecting with the path of most or more ease, grace and harmony. And there's something really beautiful that happens as you are going through the visualization or the prayer. And it is that there is this sense of surrendering that starts coming through and starts like taking into your life. And it's really beautiful because it's not only like surrendering, but there's having this deep trust that you are truly supported, guided to the path of most ease, grace and harmony but without telling you that that also involve some sort of shedding, shedding away experiences, people, jobs and friendships, 
that are not serving precisely that path of harmony. So it's something that also happens when you start tuning into this vibration frequency, this sacred space of the Akashic Records, is that those around you, the experiences around you, need to start aligning with what you're moving or you start realigning and thus some things will naturally fall off uh, some things will naturally start showing you they're not the way they're not the person they're not the friend or it's not the job and that's also something very natural after starting to work with the records but ultimately and i've talked about this before <laughs> it just sends you into this beautiful journey of true authenticity and where you start aligning with experiences people friends uh, and opportunities that are more in alignment to who you truly are and that is so beautiful so so beautiful i can't even say how grateful i am that I don't know if this is my most truest self, but it's definitely my most truest <laughs> expression of who I am. And it just feels so good. And it feels so empowering and so just so like loving. It's this big sense of like I'm connected with love because I love so much who I am right now. I just love so much myself that I have given myself permission to be the truest version of myself. And with that again, uh, if you listen to the second episode too, there was a lot of ego, like a lot of ego that I had to let go of and a lot of things that I thought I was or I needed and then being here on the other side of that transformation and that alignment, I realize that everything that fall off, everything that wasn't meant to be there, uh, friends or work or places where I lived, even partners, were just not in alignment to the person I am right now and to the person I'll become I don't know what I'll become but I feel so happy to share what I'm able to share with others which is how to use these beautiful tools to empower and love yourself like anyone has ever loved you and like anyone has ever empowered you before so thank you so much for listening to this third episode I'm so happy I can't wait for next Tuesday and then also to the fourth episode where I would share that beautiful Akashic Record meditation so until we meet again thank you so much uh, follow me on Instagram at Lore Marti and The Good Karma Life and of course jump on www.thegoodkarmalife.com there is the Akashic Record training coming up here in San Diego. You can sign up for in-person or online. And again, to remind you, the um, discount code for the webpage is the code is LOVE. 
and you get 20% discount on online meditations or online sessions. I want to wish you a week filled with good karma and to remind you again, you are loved, you are supported. I see your light and feel your light on the other side of this microphone. And thank you so much for giving me a space to be through this moment, through these 46 minutes we share together. 